0: So, <laughs> hey guys. Um, hi, and this is
1: Funeral stories. I don't have on my headphones. Oh my god, you're so <laughs> You're like, this feels weird. Like, Something's wait. missing. Something's missing. Oh, what's a podcast?
0: Um, so, yeah. What's a podcast? A <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah. Um, so. So, here we are. We are here, and it is um, June, 4th, June 4th. June 4th. Monday, June 4th. And yes. we are recording another podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And. I was trying to think of like some things that are going on in the world and I feel like I've been living under a rock. Mm-hmm. Um but when this airs it won't matter because it'll be fucking probably September when this episode we <laughs> recorded in June will air. Yeah. But um cuz if you don't know we record in clusters. Yeah. yeah. for the fucking 50th time. <laughs> but so to date this let's see on uh I just saw today that um, Donald Trump is meeting with Kim Jong Un in um, on June twelfth, so this may never air because the world
1: <laughs> may be ending <laughs> is imploding. So that's gonna be neat. Yeah, fun. <sighs> Pray for us. Way to kick it off on a high note. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Tomorrow would have been my grandma's eighty eighth birthday. oh so that's kind of cool. Happy. That's happy. not pertinent to anyone listening
2: but
1: still
0: but y'all know so <laughs> oh, yeah guess what today is Jen my good friend Jen's birthday oh, well going to St. Croix with her in July and it's a you birthday. Go. happy she birthday 30 Jen. text her last I mean, month when I mean, we text her yeah you have <laughs> I mean it's it's like when I say I mean it's only been her birthday yeah, 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 oh it's yeah, not yeah. her birthday in California yet so oh there I'm you good. go you're you're good, good. yeah or it could just be the I'd be like it's your birthday you're 30 here you're she's sick. born here so <laughs> On the east coast, so she's what, thirty. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. She thirty.
1: Um, so, I'm having a beer. Yeah. Hair of the dog. Pray for me again. <laughs>
0: Pray for me. Oh. Um, yeah, and we're just here. How, how do you? How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. Yeah, know? I'm feeling feeling good. loose. Got you're in a nice big blue chair. Nice big comfy, comfy chair. Yeah,
0: you look like Steve from Blues Clues.
1: Feels good on my tushy. So I look like <laughs> Steve from Blues Clues.
0: I was just going to skip over it
1: for the benefit. That's how much I love you.
0: Thank you. Girl, I'm feeling peppy. (laughs) I'm feeling good. Feeling good, I've had like two sips of beer and I'm like. (laughs) It's on. I'm back. The bitch is back. Um, And you over there. What is it? I was gonna try to incorporate more southern phrases <laughs> why would I do that to myself I don't know so before we started recording I was like I should say more southern phrases but I fuck phrases up constantly you know what's
1: the deal pickle
0: <laughs> dad joke you just dad joked me that's Gary oh yeah what's the deal pickle <laughs>
1: So, you're as dry
0: as cracker juice.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love that one.
0: <laughs> Girl, you as dry as cracker juice.
1: I I mean, you know, if it happens organically, throw one of those nice southern phrases at I, us. I won't be able to fucking think of them. But oh, if you. <laughs> Things going to happen organically. <laughs> if you try to plan it, then you're. Submarine door. All you're going to be thinking about is southern phrases. And you'll be like, uh huh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <gasps> <gasps> ooh, 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 oh, 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 fuck it up. Yeah. You're so right. so just, just, just let it go. that's what i'm
0: I'm like i will as i look off into the space into the space into the abyss and think of all the southern (sighs) phrases i don't know anymore
1: yeah it's okay i
0: don't i don't have any you
1: you have y'all y'all you can say y'all
0: i don't have anything knocking boots Oh, my God. I just saw a piece of my hair out of the corner of my eye. Did you see? I was like, this is how I die. This is, I don't know what it is, but it's by a single strand of hair. Yeah. And also, my eyelashes, like, falling off. (laughs) I'm just, I'm barely keeping it together.
1: (laughs) Well, you look, you look like you're together. Thank you so much. So, there you go. I feel like that came from a place of pure love. So. You want to just go full disclosure on this podcast? I mean, we can always edit this out, but um, Casey and I have both been, like, weirdly depressed about our weight. Uh-huh. We both had little... I I'd, I'd, yep. Like I've said before, I'm not a huge breaker-downer, but my emotions are still in a real weird place. Yeah. Grief and is weird. Grief is weird. And gained some weight in the past two years living with my grandma because I just... There was... And especially at the end, there just wasn't a way for me to exercise. Yeah. like. You can't go for a run and leave someone at home. And And I bought like this little. You don't have energy after something like that. No, it's pretty zapping. And it was also one of those situations where I went, this is temporary. I know I'll get back to it. And I tried to work out when I could. And now that it's summer, we've got the pool. And so I've been swimming in the pool and, and have just felt like a lot better in general. And so I felt confident enough to get on the scale and was instantly deflated through a shampoo bottle yes which is not that's something i would do that is so not me yeah. in fact the couple of people that i've told before you have that reaction was like whoa whoa like, maybe you should talk to someone <laughs> yeah like that is not your place like <laughs> no 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 like, yeah Laura, i think you need help so yeah i mean it's just and also because of like just what i've been doing the last two years i haven't like had many occasions to like dress up or yeah. be cute because I'm just in pajamas yeah. all of a sudden. Because like you're like a new mom, yeah, which sucks. And I mean, there were some times where I would like put on eyeliner. Like I wouldn't do like a full like makeup face because I don't really do that that yeah. often anyway. But like I just need to like blow dry my hair and put on eyeliner. Yeah, like the bare minimum two things <laughs> to I do, do. some like, effort. I am a '90s through and through yeah really all i need in this life is a pocket tee that makes me feel like i look like winona Ryder and reality bites (laughs) like i want to feel i want to channel that yeah and Mm -mm. so all i really need is that pocket tee and some black eyeliner i'm so glad that, that that's you that's that's me man yeah it
0: there couldn't be two of us (laughs) <laughs> i mean i mean two of me <laughs> i was like wait there's two of us sorry there couldn't then, be two of me it would be so, we would be we wouldn't be able to get along no, if we were both so like last night bad. when i was having my like breakdown of over what to wear mm-hmm. you would have been like it's more about me and i'd yeah, be like oh, <laughs> help me and I but mean, we found you something we did and of course it was like what i should have started with but it was just like a black body con but everything i tried on that first outfit the high waist maxi skirt i was like i'm i'm wearing a fucking muumuu yeah like kill me right now yeah and everything i just looked and you probably i mean you know you didn't like see what i saw but i'm like i hate my body i hate my body and then i
1: was i'd have to stop and be like we don't speak like that yeah self-love but yeah, we have been kind of in a weird place. Because I'm not typically very insecure, but you just get to that point... Where well, you don't feel good. Where you don't feel good. Yeah. And when your clothes don't fit you like they... And that's the whole thing. Is just like I haven't yeah. really... I'm Here I am like I'm... Um, like people like will send me random text messages asking me fashion questions like I'm a stylist. So like... And I'm not taking care of myself in that way. And it's also to the point where like the clothes in my closet that are like cute or two years ago cute they're yeah. not like stuff i really want to wear anymore i like, think my fashion
0: sense is always gonna stay
1: yeah in like a, you've got your figured out and i'm just the kind of person that like I you, said, i'm very simple and you like trends too like you yeah i try out a trend here or there like i would um, I, I never did palazzo pants <laughs> and i think they would make my butt look good yeah like i i would rock uh, a a a cropped jumpsuit right now like what is in, that what is that's like the sort of wide leg jumpsuit that's like but it's cropped like i would look mid-calf. like a fucking idiot i'd look like a clown
0: <laughs> like it was an accident
1: but you had that black jumpsuit that looked banging on you that you used to always wear yeah um but i haven't worn that since the beyonce
0: show but um which i could probably still fit into it yeah but um it's long yeah it's wide like it does give me a little bit of a camel toe <laughs> so I just gotta watch out. And if that belly is a, a little too big, then that camel toast yeah. will be real big.
1: But so. and what was like so funny about Casey is like she like your your thing that you go for is you like you like your black body con with a denim jacket mm-hmm. or or a, you know, tie and then I was like, Do you just have like something that's equal to a denim jacket but not heavy like a denim jacket and you're like no I have absolutely nothing Nothing. we tried like a floral top and I was like what about this denim shirt and you're like no it's like big and loose and blousey and I hate it and I hate it and it looks awful I don't know why I bought it and then she was like well maybe if I like cut the sleeves off and I was like well wait wait before (laughs) we do anything drastic Let's just let's just give this a try. I was like literally about to go burn them off if I couldn't find the scissors. I was like, nope, we have to solve yeah. this problem. And, I, so dumb. and so I'm just this isn't a styling podcast, but I'm just here to tell people, fashion tip: a cuff changes everything. A the cuff in the right place, a cuff at the ankle, a cuff on your. Like, when in doubt, cuff would be my, like, number one styling tip for people because it can totally transform something. Yeah. And I used to do that, like, especially if something's a little too big and you don't, like, you want it to fit your form a little bit better. Like, cuffing a denim top will show more arm. Like, it Mm -hmm. shows more of your actual body. And the good thing about cuffing like a long baggy shirt like that's the exactly the kind of shirt you want to wear the way you did it last night, yeah, and it totally worked. You look banging <laughs> looked good
0: my 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 tummy was a little bigger than my butt,
1: and I got a big <laughs> old butt, but other than that. <laughs>
0: I was good. I thought I was going to die. death by corset. Yeah. I <laughs> felt it coming. Also, I'd like to apologize for our voices.
1: Yeah. We sound like... We're slightly rasped.
0: Old drunk men. Yeah. yeah. It's because we were at church bar. Yeah. Way too long. We
1: were yelling. Oh, I bought a bomber jacket
0: last night. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That was cool. You're never going to wear that. Never. <laughs> I had a Beyonce bomber jacket that was like 150 bucks. And I was like, I'm not going to wear it. so I sold it. <laughs> like why would I What? why did I buy it I was like it's Beyonce I have to give her all of my money (laughs) she needs it
1: she needs it I'm going to start a GoFundMe for Beyonce (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how rational I think (sighs) when I feel feelings oh speaking of Beyonce I just remember you doing the whole like whole dance I did the whole show on the church pew on the church pew last night and I remember being like why is no one watching me (laughs) Everyone was watching you. What are you talking about? (laughs) Maybe I was, why is no one cheering? God. (laughs) Because we were all singing and fanning people. Well, they should have done their part. We brought our funeral fans from Casey's grandfather's funeral out. Like 15 of them from the funeral home. And people were stealing our fans all night. Yeah, so rude. So rude. And we were just kind of, but we were trying to be like nice Southern Mm -hmm. ladies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'd reach over and give people a fan here and there. Like, girl you look hot Mm -hmm. and just you know give him a little fan and that motherfucker kept
0: taking it yeah yeah how about emily the 21 year old Mm -hmm. um she did you see the guy with like the pink hair and the like yeah hat or i don't even Mm -hmm. know what it was but he was like you can write whatever you want on my face so she pulls out her eyeliner and she writes philippians 413 (laughs) and i was like oh my god that's fucking hilarious like i don't know why it was so funny but this little you know gay boy at church bar with pink hair was like i don't care cool i was like oh my god you're like gonna like be driving home and get pulled
1: over and the cop's gonna be like i'm so confused (laughs) (laughs) i'm so confused loved it or he's gonna wake up tomorrow or would have been this morning look in the mirror and be so confused like yeah because yeah. he may not remember tomorrow or today. True. Well, what, what it, it all runs together. When, tomorrow when he wakes up, because he's probably still drinking still, yeah. from last night. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, God. Last night. Yeah.
0: That was the thing. We did it.
1: Yeah. It was we fun. Did it. Had yeah. a good time.
0: I found our Lyft driver's uh, card. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. I liked her. We did that thing.
0: I hope I tipped her. I got to check. Tip <laughs> your Lyft driver. <laughs> Don't take Uber. Tip your Lyft driver. There it is. There's oh, there's a plug. Also, we, this is a listener story episode if you didn't know. Yeah. Cuz we haven't fucking said that yet cuz we've no. been fucking rambling. Mm-hmm. But um this is a listener story episode, but before we dive into that, yeah, we would like to say you if you like us and we like you. So, if you like us, maybe check out our Patreon. Yeah. And um it'd be cool if you found a reward you like cuz we have some really cool ones up. Yeah. Um or
1: we will by the time we this will. Airs. <laughs> yeah. We've been discussing to it. Yeah. We've been discussing it and I wish we could talk about what they are, but yeah. We, we have to really nail down yet. what's going into which slot. So maybe by the next time we record, Yes. we can post all that. It's stuff. gonna be
0: really cool. And yeah. um It's weird to ask for money, isn't it? <sighs>
1: hmm. But are we really all just asking for money? That's it because it all ends in a funeral yeah. and
0: that's it guys bye bye <laughs> and we're out <all. laughs> just kidding don't stop listening yet. Don't stop waiting oh my god don't stop get it, get it okay <laughs> so so yeah patreon's cool and um, yeah i'm still
1: drinking a beer so <laughs> that has not changed that has not changed so i might have another one after this i don't know would you like to dive into the first, yeah. first one
0: yes listener stories by the way guys thank you so much for sending us your stories we actually have a lot of them and i don't think we're gonna get to them all this weekend um, no in this i don't recording will session, either but that's fucking awesome so we really want you guys to keep sending them because i don't think we've had one that we didn't like yet no they've, they've all been, been really great. good yeah. yeah awesome anyway anyway I'm like, southern phrases.
1: (laughs) No, stop. Southern phrases.
0: Stop. He got a face so flat he could bite a wall. It's my favorite (laughs) one. That was a fake snort. You get it? I like imagine. (laughs) Do you see me? (laughs) (laughs) What is the one that eat corn through a picket fence? (laughs) in that one like you so said buck to the idiot core through big events god southern people are really mean we shady as fuck. we shady as fuck nice nasty to the max oh yeah anyway go ahead so back to funeral stories yeah you're
1: reading so you're up oh on first yeah i was waiting on you <laughs> oh i just i just said would you like to lead in Tell us your first. I was girls. just thinking about something. <laughs> you're like, um, corn cob and teeth and face. I was just thinking about southern things. <laughs> That's it. I'm telling you, you got you got to give it up. You're right. You're not wrong. Okay,
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna start with one that is by Brooke Crowder. So Brooke Crowder wrote in, yeah. and I'm I'm sure I'm I don't, I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but I don't know how you else you'd say Crowder. Crowder. It's got a W. Hmm? C R O like a crowder, mm-hmm.
1: crowder. I'm just it's probably crowder. crowder. It's crowder. Fuck,
0: who knows? Brooke writes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lauren, Casey. Sorry, this is so long. I had to catch up on three of your episodes yesterday. I want you to know that I was redoing my bathroom painting for most of the day and listened to you while I worked. My name is Brooke and I'm a dually licensed funeral director and embalmer in the state of Virginia. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. I've been in the funeral industry for eight years and my dream is to own my own business one day. I've experienced a lot of things in the past eight years, but the worst blow has to be when I lost my dad in 2012. So let me start from the beginning. I was working at a restaurant part time in an area I was new to. I met my now husband and had moved in with him that summer. A girl that I worked with at the restaurant wanted to know what I did during the days. Restaurant was evenings and weekends. I said not a whole lot since I don't know many people and my husband had a full-time job. She worked at the funeral home full-time and she got me the job working at, uh, working there. Running death certificates, working visitations, office work, etc. Little Little did I know this was the start of the most beautiful career anyone could ever ask for. She ended up leaving after a period of time, and then it was me, full-on administrative assistant at the funeral home. Well, let me tell you, there wasn't much I didn't do. I did everything possible at the funeral home, everything I could do without being licensed. I did removals, I worked services, I even obtained my license to be a crematory operator. I planted flowers, I picked the boss's kid up from school, you name it. I was your girl. I really enjoyed my job, but what I loved most was seeing these families come in that I had already talked to on the phone or saw in the arrangement conference. I helped them arrange flowers, pictures, put glasses on their mom, and I loved how everyone most of the time seemed to appreciate seemed appreciative, seemed so appreciative for the work that I did. I felt like I was their first step in transitioning from life to death, and that, and that made me feel a fullness and a joy that I could never explain to you. I realized then that I loved this work. I had been in a neutral zone. I had started college to become a news broadcaster. I had almost finished my associate's degree, but realized that I was lost and didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I knew I wanted to do something that had some meaning to it. Maybe I should go to school. Maybe I should start my apprenticeship. My dad came by the funeral home for his first time time two weeks before his death. He was in the area for work and came to visit me at work. So I gave him a tour of the funeral home. We looked at the caskets, discussing and joking about which one he would like to have when his time did come. My dad, who we believed was healthy as a horse, evidently was not. He had minor problems, such as blood pressure, but that was it. He took medication for it, and my dad was the strongest, most giving, helpful person you could meet. I like to think that I am a lot like him in some ways. Two weeks later, I was opening my brand new Kindle at work that I had picked up from the post office that morning. I was setting that up when my husband called. He said, I'm coming to pick you up. Your dad had a heart attack. Mm. Why did he know before I did? My brother had called him because he wasn't sure if I would be busy or not at work, so he picked me up. When I got in the car, I called my brother and asked what the update was, and he said, You aren't driving, are you? No, I replied. With a shakiness and tearful voice, he told me that Daddy hadn't made it and that he was gone. I was shell-shocked. My husband and I cried the entire time up the road. It was horrible. When I got there, my mom had gotten it together a little bit, but as soon as she saw me, she had lost it. That day, I lost the man I didn't get the privilege of really getting to know sure he was my dad but i had just grown into an adult and was getting to know all about his childhood and different things that parents share with their adult kids my family is close but i had lost the man that i was really starting to get to know it's hard to explain it but i know he loved me and everything that he with everything that he had and that i was his life his little girl one he was proud of even when i screwed up but i knew he was watching over me Anyway, I had put my life on hold. I had been taking classes here and there to work on my degree some more, but my life came to a halt that summer day in July. I was lost for several months. I quit school and didn't know what to do with myself. I kept on working, but every day was a blur. One day, I was closing up to go home. I got to my car, and this pink cross keychain-like thing was sitting outside my car. Very random. I reached down to pick it up, and the tears flowed. I don't know where it came from, but I viewed it as a sign from my dad telling me that he is okay and that he is watching me. Instantly, I knew what I needed to do. I got my shit together, and I went to school part-time and served my apprenticeship. In the year of 2017, I was a full-time student finishing up my degree, and I graduated in the fall. I became fully licensed in January of this year. So that's not the end of it, but, like, congrats, girl. That's fucking awesome. You know your dad's proud of you. Oh, yeah. Um, Now for the funnies. One evening, I sent two gentlemen on our removal when they got back to the funeral home i went in to help them one of them let's call him rick told me he knew th- what the deceased had eaten for dinner i said what do you mean the gentleman had died on the toilet and rick told me that as soon as they went to pick him up and position him in a way to where they could make the removal the man had spit spaghetti noodles everywhere oh my god on the way back to the funeral home they swear they heard the man making gurgling noises Well, i looked for myself I went to take the man out of the vehicle, and sure enough, there were spaghetti noodles all over his face again. Evidently, he had literally just eaten and had not digested all the way. I wiped the noodles away and handed him, hand, handled him into the crematorium. As we pushed the stretcher over the hump, spaghetti noodles went everywhere. I looked confused. A def, evidently, when the man had regurgitated, some had spilled onto the sheet that was covered up what a mess they made let's just say that i never look at spaghetti the same way God. and it took me quite a while to eat pasta again after this incident Ooh. so there's another one that's gross but yep nature
1: yep yep nature does things yes
0: so she has a bunch of funny ones apparently but mm, i'm gonna eat a bear for this <laughs> okay when it snows you can expect someone to die it never fails we left our vehicles out by the road in case there was a call. We get right in it. So we get right in so we could enter the main road. We had two locations. So the removal van was at one and the hearse was at the other. I live closer to the one that had the hearse. Anyway, the call came in about 11 p.m. It was probably about six to nine inches of snow on the ground. Of course, the person lived some somewhere out in BFE, like real BFE off, <laughs> off of like three dirt roads and the dirt road they lived on lasted for a couple of miles. We proceeded down this dirt road. I was not driving, but I was freaking out because we were slipping and sliding everywhere. The snow had turned into ice patches on the road. Finally, we arrive at the deceased's house. The hospice nurse had come and gone due to the weather. Normally, they wait for us to get there, but given the circumstances, she had already left. So we get there, and she lived down a steep hill, of course. I told Rick to stop at the top because there was no way once we got down to the bottom that we would be able to get back up in these conditions. He said, nonsense. We can't roll the man out in the snow. I quickly said, yeah, I quickly said before he made the descent, the descent that we totally could and we would have to do what we had to do in this weather. He rolled down that hill and didn't listen to a word I said. Instant panic washed over me. We were going to get stuck and we are way down here in BFE. I gathered myself together and went inside to meet the widow. She was so nice, a matter of fact, that her husband was just laid out in a hospice bed in their main living room. (laughs) He had been sick a long time, and she was tired of seeing him suffer. Meanwhile, after talking to her for quite some time, Rick came in the house and wanted to speak to me. Oh, God. I went outside, and what do you know, the hearse was stuck, much to my not surprise. I had to tell the widow the situation. (sighs) So while her dead husband is sitting inside, I go out to help Rick try try and get the hearse unstuck. Even a tow truck wouldn't come out in this mess and down that hill. The widow brought us bags full of kitty litter to stick under the wheels. This seemed to help some. So I laid out mounds of kitty litter under all of the wheels, and that actually worked. This whole ordeal took almost two hours. Finally, I gained enough momentum in the hearse so it would go up the hill. I drove it all the way to the top and then proceeded then proceeded to go retrieve her husband. Luckily, she was amused and also shared with me that her husband would be laughing so hard right now. (laughs) Rick listened to me after that. (laughs) (laughs) So here's another one. Let's see. A young man had passed away in jail. Me and the funeral director went to the family's house to make arrangements. The young man had passed away from a drug overdose in prison. Yes, this happens. Anyway, the day of the funeral comes and there was this boy that was tatted up, skinny, hat on backwards, dark sunglasses on that he never took off. We had an hour visitation before the funeral. Everything was just fine, despite the mourners going in and out of the door for cigarette and booze breaks between the parked cars. Until me and an older lady that helped us, let's call her Ruth, heard screaming from near the casket. I hauled ass and saw that his brother was leaning into the casket, peeling the deceased eyes open, yelling, don't leave me, brother, come back to me. (sighs) Over and over again, he kept yelling things like that. Me and a few more family members broke in trying to get him off the casket. That's just what we needed was someone touching the deceased after a full autopsy has been performed. This also includes a cranial autopsy. Mm. And while funeral directors can patch and glue and cover when someone's head is rocked and moved around in an instant such as this, there's a possibility that skull can slide apart where we glue everything. We were so glad when this funeral had ended. No, I didn't dream from an early age on becoming a funeral director. I simply started working at a funeral home part time and just happened to love it. I work at a different funeral home now and love my coworkers and in the community we serve. We have a lot of fun and we work well together as a whole. People ask me, how can you do something so depressing? It's hard for me to explain to people that my job is far from depressing. I feel like a sense of accomplishment when I leave work every day. I feel like I am making a difference in someone's life, even if it is the worst time they've ever been through. I feel like what I do has meaning and I can't ask for anything more in life. I love what I do and I wouldn't change it for the world. I may not be rich, but I'd rather, be fu- I'd rather feel fulfilled in life rather than have loads of money. Yes, we get young people from time to time, and it is sad, but I have to remember not to take that home with me at night. Most families understand that you are there to help and that you are trying to make this as easy a, a transition as possible. At the end of the day, the pain is there, but I can tell that they appreciate the work that we do. And that's a great feeling to take home with you at night. It fills my life with a sense of meaning. It gives me a power and a joy that I never dreamed possible. When the family sees their loved one for the first time, I am the reason that they look like that. I am making a lasting memory picture for this family, and there is nothing more rewarding than that. Wow. I agree. I agree, too. Brooke, you're killing it. Yeah. Oh, God. That's, I gotta quit saying that phrase. <laughs> that was not an intentional pun. Like, literally no pun intended. But you were doing great, Brooke. Yeah. I love that emo. Um, yeah i love that you found your calling yeah that's awesome
1: it and was. what a great way to look at it Yeah, like great perspective
0: one well, life wouldn't be life if it weren't yeah, for people like for sure are making the transition easier yeah exactly so you're awesome brooke thanks for that email yeah yes. and thanks for listening yeah i'm glad you marathoned us makes you feel good <laughs> yeah you're awesome that's a lot of us that's <laughs> i don't even want to hear me <laughs> no. talk that much
1: no it's a, like we said before because we you know have to listen to it in mm-hmm. order to pick out the edits just kidding we don't edit we're perfect the first time, just every kidding. time. yeah we never have to, we never listened to it before we post it <laughs> <laughs> we just throw the music in and- but i will have just listened to it to get the edits and then casey will go what's a good pull quote and i'm like damn it damn son it son of a bitch i I just just did it listen to it and i know nothing i can't remember anything and now i have to listen to it again yeah i'm so sick of myself (laughs) i know and then i
0: i I don't hate my voice as much i mean i probably will this go around (laughs) yeah but i don't hate my voice as much as i thought i would it's just the stupid shit i say (laughs) like i'll be like this is a joke i'm gonna make no i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it and then i make it and i'm like (laughs) fuck We can't take it out. Oh, yeah. goodness. It's good. good it's times. all good. Good times. Good times. Podcast.
1: All right. So <laughs> um, another funeral story. All right. And so my listener story is from Sarah. Um hi, Sarah. She says, hi, I enjoy your podcast and thought I would send in my funny funeral story from my dad's wake. I have attached it in a Word document. Thank you. Have a good one, Sarah. So here's her story. My father passed away four and a half years ago from a massive heart attack. When I got home for the wake to distract distract and busy myself, I started to take care of my mom and everything else I could. Family from both sides were there, friends and a busload of soldiers that came up to pay their respect. Mm -hmm. My father was in the military for 30 plus years. As per my dad's request, we only had an all-day wake. There was no funeral. When it was over, there was just some family left for us to say our last goodbye to last goodbye to my dad. Right before we all did that, my cousin came over and asked me if he could he could play a song on his phone for, for dad. He reassured me it was perfect and was very him. I told him it was okay, then went and told my mom that he was going to, what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. When he played the song, we all started to smile, cry, and a little bit of laughs. It was the hockey night in Canada <laughs> theme. Perfect for my dad, who was a huge Leafs fan.
0: Aww. He was
1: even wearing a Leafs jersey for the wake. Oh, my God. (laughs) When the song was done, there was a moment of silence. Then it happened. For whatever reason, we all started to clap. Yep, we were all standing in the wake room <laughs> facing my father's open casket, clapping. Not a small quiet clap, like an end of play clap. The funeral director was standing in the door looking at us oddly. <laughs> we then started laughing because we didn't know why we clapped. It just happened. Most of that day is a blur, but that sticks out vividly. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. I hope that their team won the next go round. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know anything about hockey, Ow, but you don't? not really hockey's fun i've been to i've been to one hockey game the lizard kings the Jacksonville lizard Kings. (laughs) what a name (laughs) the lizard kings and i would love to go to another one that's a cult yeah (laughs) that's definitely a cult that's not a hockey team bad news i mean in a way like isn't any sports team kind of a cult i'm definitely a member of several cults (laughs) So. Several Colts. Oh my gosh, I love Colts so much. Cults. Yeah, Cults like Indianapolis. Yeah, Colts, <laughs> Colts. <laughs> I love a good cult. C U L T. Cult. An occult. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I hate myself. Oh god. I don't really. Mm. I just took
0: my lashes off. Yeah, it was nice. They were like flopping around. Um, (laughs) Flip, flip, flapping around. Go Leafs. Go Leafs. Go Leafs. (laughs) Um, So this next one is a voicemail that um, this, well, I guess we can call him a friend now. Michael. Michael. Uh, Left, he has a podcast about, uh, it's called Let's Meet, um, and he describes it as an informal interview way to introduce people in the Cincinnati area to listeners. So people doing things, you know. Um, anyway, he says it's super fun, so check it out. Yeah. Um, but his Instagram name is Mikey Spice79. Um, and he called and left a voicemail because I don't know if you guys know it or not, but we have a voicemail or a phone number that you can call and you can leave your funeral story in a voicemail. So yeah. the number is 706 431 Seven zero zero nine. Again, the number is seven zero six four three one seven zero zero nine. So, call and leave us your uh, funeral, funeral story, story on a voicemail, and then yeah. we'll play it. So, I'm going to go ahead and play his because it's it's good.
2: Hello, ladies. Uh, I don't mind if you use my voice. That's fine. My name is Michael, and I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I have a real quick couple of stories to share. My mother. Um, we're from Tennessee. We're from the Memphis area. My mother passed away a couple of years ago. And our um, funeral director has this program so that if you have a loved one who has passed away, if any of your immediate family members pass away within the, the next um, couple of months, they have a program to where you can do uh, a free um, funeral, a secondary funeral for free just because those costs are so exorbitant. Or they can be. So anyway, when he was taking down our information, my dad, my sister, and I were sitting in the room, and he was taking down the information. And my sister lives in northern Mississippi, and I can never remember the name of the town that she lives in, but I decided to make up one for her when the funeral director was getting her address and her information. And when he went to... Um, to ask her what her address was she gave the street address and as she was trying to say oakland mississippi i chimed in with dumpster mississippi to make everyone laugh and it was funny because mississippi as everyone knows is garbage so that was a good time the other story that i love though uh about my mother and my mother would have appreciated it and laughed because our family is a little macabre um our mother used to fall asleep just about anywhere there was to be, specifically the kitchen table. And when she would, she would breathe in and out kind of heavily, and it was cartoonish in the fact that she would breathe in and then make this sound with her mouth where her lips would would move outwards with the, uh, the expression of the air. And it was very, very funny to see, like it was um, – Um, uh, Laurel and Hardy or the Three Stooges or some kind of goofiness but that's that's what would happen when she would fall asleep and when we were looking at her during the viewing we were seeing her lying in the coffin and I looked at my sister and I said I keep waiting on her to make that noise with the the air passing over her mouth and her lips moving like that and, and I thought my dad was going to uh to lose himself with laughter At that moment, my sister had a good laugh, too. So, I just wanted to share those quick stories. After all, it does end in a funeral. I love your show. Thank you so much. Have fun!
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. Mike, uh, or Michael, Mikey, Mike, Michael, uh, you're awesome
1: yeah and also uh everyone from mississippi send your hate mail to mike yeah it's not to us. Um, mikey spice
0: 79 uh. <laughs> on instagram
1: <laughs> not to us even though not the biggest fan
0: of mississippi yeah not the biggest i feel like they would elect a pedophile though so yeah yeah it's cool
1: but that's not everyone in mississippi no i'm sure there's yeah. some
0: nice people in mississippi yeah
1: like so. his sister
0: like his sister yeah there you see go. not all garbage no not all garbage not, but
1: yeah mostly <laughs> Sorry. But I
0: understand the context. Yes. And um, I love that uh, your family enjoys a good, you know, dark sense of humor because, I mean, you're our people, man. Yeah. You're For our sure. people. So we really appreciate that. And again, y'all call and leave us your voicemail. Yeah. Let us know your funeral story.
1: Because like you said, it all ends in a funeral. It all ends in a funeral. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you got uh, your next one? Oh, am I going to read another one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here goes. This is from kelly sue kelly sue said babes i don't thanks (laughs) i'm already liking this (laughs) this right away we're babes babes i don't know if my story is necessarily worth worthy of sharing but it makes me giggle when i think of it so i'm gonna go ahead and say yeah it's worth worthy of it that was the one i was gonna read what
1: (laughs) that one's in our other email
0: that came to hello okay you read it then It's so weird because I got that at Hella. She must have sent it to both of them. Maybe so. Because
1: that was the one where we were like, "Oh my gosh, that's so weird." Which one? I definitely have it in the funeral store. That's she probably sent it to both of them. Guess so. Okay, you read it, and I'll just end on Mike's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's weird i guess we so, don't have yeah, as we thought <laughs> all right okay. um okay so, all right so and the last one we're gonna read tonight um is from kelly sue i don't know if my story is necessarily where she starts off with babes which thanks thanks thinks, we thanks appreciate, for that. It. appreciate that <laughs> i mean what a way to get our attention i like you already yeah I don't know if my story is necessarily worthy of sharing, but it makes me giggle when I think of it. So I figured I'd at least share with you two. It was really a dark time, so the funny and pleasant things we have stuck with have stuck with me. My dad passed away on 51910. He was notorious for not wearing underpants. It was no secret, he just (laughs) hated them. However, before he retired, he did wear them to work. One year, my mother brought him some quote unquote sexy briefs. They were all very colorful and loud patterns like green paisley and such. <laughs> we were bringing close to the funeral home. They asked us to be sure we we brought underpants. We panicked briefly worrying that we'd ultimately have to go buy some because we didn't think he'd still have any. <laughs> As it turns out, he had one of those colorful paisley pairs and so my mom sent those. Now another thing my father was notorious for was <laughs> hating being photographed. So when my family was trying to put together a photo display for the memorial service, there weren't a lot of photos to be found. But one photo just so happened to be of him on his birthday, holding up those same Paisley briefs. (laughs) It was a little shocking because my half-sister and sister-in-law put the photo display together. So my mom, my sisters and I were not involved in it. It was totally a coincidence. My uncle, mother's brother. (laughs) is an ordained minister and he officiated at the service. We told him about the coincidence and he concluded that anecdote at the service. (laughs) The family was all in, all in a small secluded room away from other attendees. And I was told that the laughter coming from our little family room was uproarious. (laughs) Another anecdote my uncle told was that when he told my dad, he was going to study to be a preacher. My dad was proud of him and told my uncle that while he was not particularly religious, he tried not to cuss on Sundays. (laughs) well that does it yeah well there you go (coughs) you good I try not to cuss on Sunday try I have another quick note about my dad's passing to give a little background he was very ill and labored to breathe for a couple of days and we finally strong armed him strong armed him to the hospital it turned out he had lung cancer he was a lifelong smoker He passed away about a day and a half after diagnosis at the age of 70. Uh. Now, I should preface this next bit by saying I don't believe in God, heaven, hell, ghosts, spirits, the afterlife, etc. But one day I was at work, not too long after he passed away, and I was thinking about him and got really upset. I started crying at my desk. Then I closed my eyes and I felt something odd. It Felt just like someone giving me a very gentle hug, wrapping their arms around my shoulders from behind. There was no one around me. Inexplicably, a calm fell over me. It was bizarre, but comforting. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's it. I'm loving your show. I went my my first 20-something years only attending two funerals. Then it got wild. Over the last several years, I've lost my dad, an aunt, an uncle, a niece, a nephew, my Holy grandmother, shit. a brother-in-law, my boss, and three friends. Holy shit. Sure enough, they all ended in funerals. <laughs> oh. Sorry this ended up so long. Love, Kelly Sue. Oh, my God, Kelly Sue. Thanks so much, That's Kelly Sue. One, it's hilarious. Um, uh, I don't and like also touching. Either. I don't like underwear either. Um, <laughs> they're body prisons. Um, thank God your husband likes underwear because... Yes. You would see it all. I would see it all. I mean, it's close enough. I mean, they are, they're body prisons. <laughs> completely body prisons. But listen, that was a. Yeah. A
0: really, and I'm sorry for all of your losses. Like, holy that's shit. That's crazy. You yeah. should have, you should have a podcast called Funeral <laughs> <for it.
1: laughs> No shit. Here's should. an idea. Um, God. but one thing that was really funny when we received this email is Casey yeah, and I were we, were, we were having a text exchange about how yeah. we, didn't have any picture like yeah. K- Casey you were saying you didn't have any pictures of you and your mother I was, it was
0: like around mother's day and I was yeah. trying to like make a post
1: and yeah. I was like mom you like
0: there's like two pictures of you and
1: me when yeah. I was a baby right it's crazy and um the third child so yeah she, <laughs> she was, she was done yeah she was done by then yeah. and I was talking about how I didn't have like I went through every single one of my mom ma- my grandma's photographs and I don't remember, like there was one in particular I was looking for because it is the only one in my mind where I could remember a picture of my grandma and I together and Mm. it was when I was young and um, anyway, I was looking for that specific one and I couldn't find it. I found one of us together when I was probably like a toddler and the only other one and it's not even just her and I, it's of her and mom, her and mom and I at my wedding Mm -hmm. and those are the only pictures of my grandma and I together that's wild. but you know it's I think that's very indicative of our relationship like we weren't like it wasn't ever an occasion to take a picture together because we were just hanging out like eating chicken salad at her house like it was what I've I've talked about before is just we had a very different relationship it wasn't it wasn't an event necessarily when we were hanging out yeah but it makes you like moving forward like I'm trying to be more
0: conscious of yeah for sure I want I'm always taking pictures of Layla yes I want Seth in to take pictures of me with Layla I want yes. you to take pictures of me with Layla Le- I want her to like be able to look back and see
1: yeah I mean yeah. I think that's important and yeah, but it, especially, like,
0: especially mom's grandmothers like we don't th- we're the ones taking the pictures
1: and I, I really don't have many pictures of my dad in general yeah. because yeah. he was always taking, taking pictures behind the camera and just yeah. he took pictures of everything, so I have a schmillion pictures of me as a child. Exactly one schmillion. Because him and my uncle Mike like were really into photography, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's a girl! We can photograph her." <laughs> and so, I mean, my uncle Mike had like a whole wall of it in his house that was just Aww. photos of me, the Lara Bell wall. And like, I, like at his funeral, all these people came up to me. They're like, "You're the little girl on the wall." Oh my God! And think, I mean, that would have been so creepy if people yeah.
0: didn't know. <laughs> He's like, like, "That's my."
1: Niece. That's what uh, thank God I haven't gone uncle into Mike. my uncle Mike's funeral. I'll do that sometime. Yeah. But I mean, I have all these pictures of me, and not many pictures really of either of them, and not many of me and my father. And so this is like something I've kind of been wanting to say. Like, if there's someone, and every time like someone shares on Facebook or like one of my dad's friends shares a picture of me mm. of him with me, it is so special yeah. to me because I don't get any more memories yeah like my memories with him are done yeah. and so getting a photo is like getting a memory yeah and so I would say like if you know someone if you have a picture of someone that's past that's past try your best to get it to someone like uh, to the child or the spouse or the friend or the mother who it would mean something to because it just, it makes yeah. their whole day to have those pictures. You know,
0: Tommy's birthday was the other day mm-hmm. and I shared a picture and, um, you know, Tommy's mom passed away mm-hmm. uh, two years ago and, and his dad commented and he was like, I love this picture of you guys. Like, he yeah, was like, that's my favorite picture of y'all and mm-hmm. it's just, it's, yeah, and you're right, there's, there's. I'm not gonna get any more pictures with Tommy. No, that's it's like, it's over. Yeah. yeah, so.
1: And so, it's like, you don't get the memories so at least you get their memories. Yeah. And, yeah. I recently went through because uh, my dad was really in fo- into photography, and he, you know, lived in Germany when he was in the military. And I took all of his old thirty-five millimeter and bought a, a so um, cool. uh, RIM, a slide, a, a negative scanner, so that I could like go through all of his old negatives and all of his. I, mean, I found pictures of him in like London and Paris, and wow. I never even knew that he had been to London and That's Paris. So cool, and of course, it makes sense like he was living in Europe, but. Yeah. I never knew that, and so it was like something I found out. Even though it's it was like, something small and relatively, it's still like well, something I never knew about him. Yeah, it's like Brooke's email where she was talking about is she was just getting to know her dad.
0: Yeah, in like an adult life, like yeah, the exactly. That, you know, your dad would have been like, "Yeah, I smoked so much pot when I was, you know what I mean." <laughs> yeah, but like, exactly. he wouldn't tell you, like, yeah, when you're didn't tell me 11-year-old. when I was eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it is important. And what's crazy about the email from Kelly Sue is that we, like she said, we were. When, when she says we were just, we were literally having a text conversation Liter- when we, it. the
1: email came through. It was And so bizarre. when she said that, it was like, th- I immediately emailed her back and said, that's so weird that you just sent us this yeah. email because we were just talking about it I really don't have many pictures of my mom and I together my mom doesn't like pictures of herself oh she's crazy so I need to like (laughs) but I was telling her that and she was kind of experiencing the same thing too because she really couldn't find many pictures of her and her mother yeah so our advice is take more pictures take more pictures take more pictures with you in the photo um, even if it's a selfie yeah it's a selfie even if you don't think it's a good picture it doesn't matter because that's all someone's gonna have of you one day and to that end if you have photos of people give them to them yeah give them a copy it's so easy now yeah absolutely because man like every time I see a picture of my dad it's one I've never seen before and it really just means so much to me yeah of course So
0: yeah, just take
1: more photos so that okay. So there we go. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take more photos because it all ends in a funeral. Bye guys, thanks for listening. Bye. Funeral stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com, and follow us on Facebook
0: and Twitter at Funeral Stories, and on Instagram at Funeral_underscore_Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at
1: funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.